Is today the day, the day that you choose you? Are you ready and willing to play outside the confines that keep you stuck? This is your invitation to receive new perspectives, to open up to a new energy of limitless choices with your health, body, spaces, relationships, money, business, and beyond. Are you ready to leap fences and embrace your boundless life? Listen now to Infinite Energy's radio show with Lisa Bennett. Welcome, welcome everyone. It's Lisa Bennett uh, with Infinite Energy's radio show. And for those of you that are first-time listeners, well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, and for those of you that wonder what is, uh, Infinite Energy's radio show all about, and it is actually the space of myself, Lisa Bennett's talking about spaces and how we can incorporate and co-create with our spaces in our life. So when I'm not facilitating classes and consulting uh, around the world, I love to actually have this show, which has been around for three years, to talk about Spaces and today's show is all about how we can draw money in through our spaces. So, wow! Now that this is a, this is a big thing, and I as I as I talk to different people over the years and and different clients, money has always been what I call a hot spot, and so. Before I even walk into a client's home, the first thing that I find they start to do is they start to apologize about their space. It's not tidy enough. It's not clean enough. It's not whatever. And I, I, I always am quite amused by this because I'm going, well, hold on. I haven't even walked in. You're already apologizing that you haven't cleaned, you haven't done, blah, blah, blah. So how many of you apologize for you? <laughs> how many of you are apologizing to just for showing up and how many of you are almost embarrassed about your space and so when we come from this this energy of of sort of i would call it a constrictive energy around your spaces you're also constricting the energy around you to actually receive every form of judgment and you're talking to the the woman that used to go in and 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 show people how to create a beautiful magical home and what tiles to buy and what what colors to paint the wall and people hired me for this and i would i would tell them what to do and and they would pay me to tell them what to do and so the difference that that kind of came out of this over the years is i actually was aware that through all of it doesn't matter how many people tell you what to do if you're not choosing it if you're not actually stepping up and acknowledging where you're at with your spaces how can you actually acknowledge where you are at with your life and so if you're actually asking for money to come into your life if you're actually asking for your spaces to co-create and draw in money and your place is looking like a pigsty disorganized I don't have a point of view about it, but I just want you to acknowledge today, oh my God, my space is a pigsty, or it's disorganized, or I've ignored certain rooms, or I've been piling up shit in one room, and I just keep pushing stuff into this room, and 
the, as long as I ignore it, maybe somebody will come along and, and take it away or maybe the house will burn down and, and whatever that is. And, and so all I'm saying is if you acknowledge where you're at today, then there's no, no possible way once you've heard this that you can actually say, I've never heard this before. I, it's not my fault. <laughs> every, every choice and everything that you do with the items in your home is your choice. Now, those that are having uh, multiple people living in your home, okay, so what if you created boundaries and what if you didn't care what actually occurred behind the door of that individual's room? As long as they're in no way um, creating uh, damage to the home, uh, if they aren't taking food into their bedrooms and then mice and, and cockroaches and ants start to show up uh, or other rodents for that matter, uh, where are you going into this over-control of everything in your home and, and ignoring certain elements. So one of the things that I, I really ask everybody to do is, and, and I've talked about this, I, I don't know how many times, I want you to step outside of your space and take a photograph. And most people have iPhones or, or, or um, uh, Android phones with a camera on it. So take photos. Take photos as you walk into the front entrance. Take photos as you walk up the stairs. Take photos in all the closets, in the basement, in the garage, in your sheds, in your living room, your dining room, your bathroom. Yes, your bathrooms, all of your bathrooms, your kitchens, your laundry room, and your hallways, and and your bedroom. And yes, if you have other people living in the house, their bedrooms. And when you actually take a photograph, Put it on your computer, blow it up, and look at the space as though you were looking from a person that was coming in to buy your home. <laughs> I know, I can I could sense all of you out there going, oh my God, are you kidding, Lisa? This is like five hours worth of clearing up. Okay, but get this. When we honor our spaces, we're honoring our bodies, we're honoring our bank accounts, we're honoring our health, we're honoring our relationships. Spaces are an extension of our body. Spaces are an extension of everything that is going on in our life. So if you are, are drawing in shitty relationships, uh, no money or lots of debt or or uh, just a trickle of income coming in, that when we can start to look at what our spaces are showing us, they're actually like an x-ray into what is going on into your life. And when I say x-ray, we've all got those what I call dirty little secrets where you have that one space that you kind of pile things or you put things and you it's it's disorganized and yet in your mind it's organized and yet it still talks to you at night when you go to bed and at the end of the week you go, oh, I had that on my list of things to do but all these other things came to the forefront. You're actually, and I really want you to hear this, guys, and, and this is what I play with when I talk to clients or I go into their homes and I see the piles of stuff. You are actually eliminating $10,000 
at least from your income. And you might go, what? Yeah, and I'll tell you why. When we have items in our home that are taking up valuable breathing space, valuable real estate space, because every every inch, every square inch, every every foot is considered real estate space. And so when you jam stuff into a room, you're actually suffocating the room so that it actually can't breathe. And that energetic suffocation, that energetic constriction actually transfers to all the other people that walk into your space. So if you're selling a home, I can guarantee that everybody walks in, they look in the room, they turn around, and they walk out. So how many of you out there are actually desiring to put your house on the market, to sell it, to uh, have a number in mind that you'd like to sell your space for or place for? And you've had people come in that have literally walked in and kind of went, huh, and turned around. And so the one thing about our spaces is you've got to get out of your ego, you've got to get out of your own way, and you've got to look at things as though you were in an airplane and start to actually look at everything and say, okay, so what is it about my space that is repelling money, repelling people, and repelling relationships, repelling um, uh my health from turning around. There's a million different ways that we can actually create this energy of repelling or pushing or resisting. And so the gift of this show is I'm going to actually talk to you about ways that you're going to be motivated <laughs> to actually draw in money. And it's not necessarily the way that you imagine. It's in ways that don't necessarily would show up in your typical, well, if you do this, this, and this, this will show up. It's actually in ways that you might never have imagined. So let's start with your front entrance. How many of you can actually see the um, number, the exterior address number of your home? And is there an easeful way to come up the driveway or come up the walkway, get to the front door of your home? And can your door be actually standing out from everyone else within the community or is it blend in? So just just hear the word blend in. Get the energy of blending. How many of you are truly blending in your life and just fitting in and just sort of getting under the wire with how you get through life? You just make it under the wire with your bills every month and, and, and you're, you're not actually willing to stand out. So if you came to the front entrance of my home, I have the largest outdoor pots and I decorate them every sort of season. And when I first moved in here, everybody in the community was like, wow, those are really big and you must have come from a very big place. Well, yes, I did have a very large home. It was a, it was an estate home. And uh, however, I've always looked at everything as I'm here and there is not anybody that's going to drive by and not know that this isn't my home. 
all the other homes have these little tiny pots that blend in and they're sort of it, it's the energy of sort of like well there's sort of a plant here or there's sort of a bush here but i don't want to stand out too much and in fact the 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 uh community i i moved into a a community where there's town homes now so there's an actual board that tells you what you can and can't do well uh how many of you are are pushing the the rules within your community if you have a, a board that tells you the rules of what you can and can't do so yes standing out would be one way of pulling in the energy of money. And I know, you kind of go, wow, I never really anticipated that. So clean up the front entrance and start to stand out so that people are drawn to the the entrance way of your home, the entrance way of your business, the entrance way of your money, your bank accounts. Entrance ways are the entrance ways to everything. So if you have uh, a, a side door that you're always going into or a back door or you're never actually honoring your front entrance. You're actually not welcoming the money through the main flow of your home. Now, we can have many doors and, and that's cool. Uh, be aware that each door is is honored and each door stands out in its own way. And I'm not saying stands out because you have a big garbage bin out front or a pile of, of garbage or a pile of leftover stuff or old furniture or or broken down vehicles on the side of the house, which is the side door that everybody comes and goes in. When we have that kind of broken down stuff sitting outside, it actually invites people to judge and say, there's a person that actually is hard up or hard done by or doesn't have uh, an ease with money. So your exterior of your home is just as important as the interior. And yes, there is a value in this. So that when I have people come to my home, I'm aware that they all go, wow, it's this light energy, fresh flowers, beautiful music, dimmed lights and and candle lights and I I keep it clean and I'm honoring my space every day every single day and there are days yes there are definite days that I'm in the middle of a project so that there might be paper strewn on the dining room table or in my office but it's the energy of co-creating with my space it's not left for weeks, days, or months on end, I move things constantly around, just like your body loves to move. So everywhere that you're not willing to have the energetic wedgies within your spaces, the energetic, um, I would call it like an acupuncture or massage of your spaces. When we're willing to massage our spaces and actually Ask our spaces to start to contribute to us. And you, as the as the individual that lives and works or plays in the space, it starts to listen to those whispers of when the space is saying, you know, this every time you come in the front door, you're tripping over this and it falls over. Perhaps this is the time to actually do something with it. So 
we are going to have a quick break. And when we return, you're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies, and we're talking about drawing money in through our spaces. And I'll give you some more tips on how to do that when we return. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. wish there was an easier way to change any aspect of your life? What if there is? And what if it could be as simple as communicating with your physical environment? Global Space Whisperer Lisa Bennett works with clients all over the world to interpret and translate the language of their homes, offices, and physical surroundings in order to create clarity, freedom, joy, prosperity, and so much more. Learn more about the latest Creating Conscious Spaces workshop and other upcoming events. Visit www.infiniteenergies.ca. You can also email Lisa today to book a personal consultation or speaking engagement at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. The more someone mentions a space or place, the harder it becomes to ignore. Your home's entrance, for example. Usually, you hardly notice it. But when it's mentioned, you begin to see it as if for the first time, don't you? See the door, the handle, the threshold. Did you know the entrance to your home is a metaphor for the entrance to your life? What's your entrance saying, portraying, projecting? Are you ready to listen to the wisdom and the energy of your spaces? They have transformational information for you. To learn more, reach out and connect with Lisa Bennett's The Space Whisperer at www.infiniteenergies.ca for a private consultation, to book a speaking engagement for your group, or to attend one of her many global workshops. This is Infinite Energy's radio show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome, welcome everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm Lisa Bennett, the Space Whisperer, and so one of the things we were just talking about before we uh, went on uh, the commercial break was was discussing how when we can actually take photographs of our spaces and look at everything blown up and really look at it as though as if you were selling it, as if you were putting it on the market, and actually going, okay, so what is it that needs to be shifted and changed here that would invite so much more into my life? And I've had people go, Lisa, 
seriously. And even, even a client cleaned out a drawer. They cleaned out one drawer in an hour. And suddenly the phone rang and different things started to occur. And they said, I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden cleaning one drawer in my house actually created change. So in the chat, I had someone to ask, uh, Liga asked, all houses usually have one room or drawer, which is used as a storage for stuff that is used only occasionally. So the great question about this is, do we have to eliminate them and what else is possible? So I call that drawer what we call a catch-all, okay? And the term catch-all is when it doesn't have a home, people determine that this is the one space that they can put all those odds and sods, everything from paper clips and uh, pens, pencils, pads of paper. Um, it could be a lock. It could be um, uh, erasers, elastic bands, uh, keys. Um, it could be menus from a restaurant. So everyone has one of those drawers. So yes, uh, as long as you're aware that this isn't just all your junk is getting thrown in there, but actually going through it every once in a while and deciding if there's going to be another home or another way of filing. For example, menus for restaurants. Uh, people have put them into binders. However, most people these days are able to pull everything up on their computer or their iPad and actually look for menus there. So then, truth, do you actually need the paper? So. Paper is one of the greatest things that people love to hoard and hold on to. And when we can start to look at ways of, first of all, what is your filing system? Do you Are you a binder person? Are you a file folder person? Uh, do you like file folders that are colored or all one color? Do you label them? Do you put them into a filing cabinet? And then if they're in a filing cabinet, is it just sort of like, okay, it's there and then you never look at it again? So tax season is always a great way to go through paper, get rid of things, and and to actually pull things together. So paper holds energy. Paper has an energetic vibration, and what's on the paper also holds energy and an energetic vibration. So if you are in the midst of a divorce and you have paperwork and binders and all of that, that has an energetic vibration that you look at or it's a reminder of what you're in the midst of. If you're in the middle of a, um, uh, a court battle and you have lots of paperwork, lawyers love paper. So you're, you're again looking at that, we're being reminded of that. So is that something fun and light? Or is that something that would inspire you to get up and do something that would create so much more in your life? And so one of the things that I did when I was going through uh, my divorce is I put things into binders and had tabs and then just put them away. And only as required did I pull them out so that they actually weren't calling and talking and speaking to me. So where in your world are you ignoring the paper, ignoring the tax man with all the paperwork that you've had and that you've been holding on to for years, when as soon as you start to get that paper organized and filed in a way that is going to be a creation of ease for you and really ask, what what way do I like to file my paper? And paper is everything from magazines and newspapers. So how many of you have got 
boxes or baskets or containers in your house of magazines from years gone by uh, that you've been holding on to because there was a really good article or there was some great inspiring things in that particular um, subscription of that particular time. So again, when we start to call and create space, all of a sudden things start to open up. And I do this actually, it's one of the things that I do almost monthly uh, where I walk through my home and really cull and pull things together and actually let things go. And if you have multiple people in your home, if they haven't looked at something and it's been five, ten years and it's been sitting there, again, holding um, space, chances are if they haven't touched it, let it go. Move it on. And... I mean, I remember I had things in a storage locker and when I moved into my new space and unpacked things, I acknowledged that there were things in those boxes that were never going to come into my new space. They no longer served me. And so I was actually paying money into a locker to hold on to things that I would never utilize. So how many of you are holding things in storage lockers for that rainy day? And it's a huge industry in North America where there are companies making millions of dollars off of people to store their junk, to store their stuff. And so where are you not willing to acknowledge if something is no longer serving you, if there's an antique or something that's being passed on, do a little investigative work. Go and put it out in an auction site. Uh, take photographs, do a little research, write up about it, and be willing to let it go. If you have artwork that's been gifted to you, go to an art gallery, have them appraise it. Find out if they have a place that they can actually sell the um, artwork for you. And they would obviously take a commission, but there you are. You're sitting on money. Everyone that that I've ever spoken to who says, oh, Lisa, I don't have the money, I don't have this, and I walk through their home, and I literally, in my head, it's like a calculator. It's cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. So how many of you, every time you get your paycheck, every time you are, are um, getting money for something that you've done, go and have or you've had a bad day and you go off and you you say you know what I deserve this today and you go and you call it retail therapy and you go buy that pair of shoes you've always wanted or you go and buy that dress or that suit or that sweater or that jacket and that purse or something so what if you actually went through and and shopped in your own closet because I've walked into people's homes and they have closets and closets and shelves and shelves of coats and shoes and boots and, and purses and, and sweaters and dresses and shirts and pants and you name it, belts. Oh, the belts are for when I lose the 20 pounds or the dress was when I was this weight and I wore that when I got first, when I was first married, which was 25 years ago. So what if you could actually just acknowledge that those items are actually holding, not only are they holding space, they're holding an energetic space that isn't actually allowing and opening up the doors of possibilities for new creations and money to flow into your life. 
And I've done this where I've had, I've gone through my closet and then I have different friends that pop over and I say, hey, I was thinking of you. I think this would work well with your body. And how many of you, and and I know I'm not the only one, have gone and bought an outfit or bought something and then you put it on and you go, huh, that actually doesn't look the way I imagined it was going to be on my body and it no longer excites me. It doesn't get me thrilled or whatever. And then you have a friend that comes over and they put it on and it's like, oh, I wasn't shopping for me. I was shopping for for them. So would you be willing now when you go shopping to actually ask, is this for you or are you shopping for someone else? And I'm not just talking about clothing. I'm talking about furniture. I'm talking about appliances. I'm talking about books. I'm talking about vehicles. How many of you have shopped for something and then within a week or a month, found that it no longer was exciting or 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 lit you up and you were like wow and some people have used that term buyer's remorse I'm like no it's how aware are you and how connected are you to the other people in your life that you're actually tapping into their their mindset their their world their universe and picking up what it is they're desiring and you bless you have gone out and bought something that you end up gifting them. <laughs> so would you be willing to to actually have a conversation with every time you get in the car, every time you go shopping, ask, if I buy you, am I actually buying you for me or someone else? And truth, is this going to create more for me in my life? And it's really interesting. When I started to add the question of, am I buying this for myself or someone else? The number of times that, that it came up that actually I was I was buying something for someone else, it was like, oh, cool. No, we're not doing that. So how many of you are are literally handing your dollar bills and money to items? Like It's like flushing the money down the toilet literally flushing the money down. So when we stop that, you're actually now putting money back into your pocket, into your jeans, into your bank account. And so instead of spending $50 or 50 euros or or 1,000 INR, whatever it is, whatever the, the currency is, wherever you are in the world, instead of putting that money into an object that may shrink or may may be out of style or out of fashion, what if you took that money and actually put it into an account? And something that I acknowledge when I moved here is that there was a lot of things that no longer worked for me. So then I started to say, okay, well, now I'm going to put a price tag on each item and talk to each item and find out what e- which, which each item is worth. And I didn't have a point of view. I didn't go into, well, I spent $1,500 on that 20 years ago. Well, if you looked at the return on your investment on a yearly basis on something that you spent $1,000 on, well, or $1,500, you know that you have more than covered the original investment on that particular item and that you not only got to let's say it's a sofa you got to sit on it every day your family got to sit on it and then you turn around and you sell it for 500 or whatever that is or you give it away you know that there is being value in that and that it's served you well so what if you could look at everything like that in your life 
what if you can look at every item as actually having a value? And I'm talking about everything from the door to the handle to the lights to the light switches. And when you have items that are are broken, worn down, dirty, uh, chipping, uh, have burn holes in them that um, uh, have from uh, animals, if you've had animals that have defecated on your carpets, uh, and when you start to look at, if it was a car, okay, where people go, okay, well, it has a scratch side and it has this and there's a dent in the bumper, then the car dealership will automatically start to deduct as quickly as possible when you went to sell that car. So where are you not willing to see all the places that you yourself are deducting the, the original investment in your spaces? by devaluing it, by not honoring it, by not washing the walls, by not actually uh, getting a paintbrush out and painting over and maybe doing some mud on the walls where there was a hole. Or why are we, in this reality, waiting for the time that you're going to sell the house and then you put all your effort one month before selling it, actually make it look perfect? So what if you on a daily basis, instead of waiting for the accumulation at the end of a year or the end of six months or the end of 20 years of stuff or junk, just because you have the space doesn't mean you have to store shit. <laughs> Every time you store your stuff, somebody else's stuff, you're actually taking on the energy of those individuals into your space, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So if I, I, I know I've stored stuff for different people over the years and there was an energy that I was aware of that it was being holding in my space and it was like this no longer works for me and let's get it out of here. So are you willing to call all those people that you've given a big favor to and say it's time? You have one month to get rid of or remove and if you don't, it's going out. It's going to be donated or chucked. And uh, and be willing to lose your friendships. Be willing to lose uh, the people in your life that have been using your space as a storage locker. And uh, so, again, these are hidden, what I call the hidden places of where you're actually throwing money out the door. And so it's not actually going out and finding more work increasing the number of hours of what you do in a given day. And some people say, oh, my God, Lisa, I have so many jobs. I'm doing so much. I don't think I could take any more on. Well, what if you just gifted yourself the space of space for creation? And for those of you that don't own a space or a home but actually are renting, this still applies to you. There's still value in taking care of a rental. And I, I always laugh when people say, but it's a rental. <laughs> okay, on that note, we are going to have a quick uh, commercial break. You're with Lisa Bennett at Infinite Energies. And when we return, we're going to talk a little bit more about what, uh, how we can draw in money into our spaces. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? 
How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. there was an easier way to change any aspect of your life? What if there is? What if it could be as simple as communicating with your physical environment? Global Space Whisperer Lisa Bennett works with clients all over the world to interpret and translate the language of their homes, offices, and physical surroundings in order to create clarity, freedom, joy, prosperity, and so much more. To learn more about the latest Creating Conscious Spaces workshop and other upcoming events, visit www.infiniteenergies.ca. You can also email Lisa to book a personal consultation or speaking engagement at lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. This is Infinite Energies Radio Show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome, welcome, everyone. Oh my goodness! I, when I get rolling, I do I do get excited about talking about spaces. And, and <laughs> for all of you that are, are ever wondering, how do you connect with uh, this uh, this uh, crazy lady from from Canada who talks about spaces? And I've had this capacity with spaces since I was very little, and and spaces talk to me. So you can connect with me through Facebook at Lisa Bennett. I have a Facebook page. You can also connect through Infinite Energy's Facebook page. And I have a private group called Creating Conscious Spaces. And uh, you can uh, ask to be a part of that. And, and uh, that's where we, we have a weekly contest for those that uh, write 100 words or less about why their space is asking for a private consultation with me. So uh, and yes, I, I facilitate uh, the Creating Conscious Spaces class around the world. It's uh, an introductory two-day class and an advanced two-day class. And uh, you will find me next in Brussels, then I will be in Brazil, and then France. So uh, check check it out. There's lots of really fun things. And then, of course, you can always have a one-on-one -on -one private consult with me through Zoom, and it doesn't matter where you are in the world, I can always tap into the energy of your spaces and what's going on in your life and how we can shift, change things to create more for you. So, pulling more money into our life, it is, wow. So, how many of you actually like money? And I know that we can we can all say, oh, I love money, I love money, I love the feel, a texture, but actually truly love money because if you actually loved money, you would actually have no resistance to cleaning up your shit in your home. <laughs> and I'm going to call it shit because if your house burnt down today, really, if you had less than 10 minutes to get out of your house, what exactly are you going to grab and then everything else is just going to get burnt? So truth 
in this reality, we talk about, oh my God, it's tragic, it's this and that. But look at the number of people that have gone through some massive changes where they lost their house, they their their home was destroyed in a fire, and they've rebuilt their lives. And so I look at that as sort of like cleaning the slate, freshening things up. And I actually had a lady that I, I um, had a consultation with in, in La Reunion, and she was beautiful. And we were joking at one point when I saw the piles of things that she had, I said to her, you realize that you're holding all this is holding you from receiving any money. And her eyes lit up and I said, are you waiting for a tsunami, a cyclone or hurricane, a fire to take it all away? And her, she just started to giggle and laugh and she said, yes. So I was grateful for her vulnerability to actually be willing to acknowledge that it Somewhere in her mind, she had said, it's just too much for me to do. It's accumulated all these years. I don't even know where to start. And so when you have that sense of overwhelm, of where you don't know where to start, and I'm talking about the extreme person that has just, there's something in every single room. There's actually no room for your body to just really relax. When we have created that extreme Yeah, you can go into overwhelm. Yeah, you want to walk away and close the door. But when you do that, I also want you to acknowledge that closing the door to you. It's it's that unwillingness to see what's right in front of you. And so our our houses, our apartments, our townhomes, our offices, our spaces never lie. So walk into those back rooms. Walk into those storage rooms. Walk into those closets, those garages, those sheds, and get in there and start. And all I'm going to say to you is just start. And if that means bringing a friend in, go for it. Have that friend be the wedgie in your universe. And take a photo at the beginning, the middle, and the end so that you can actually see that there is a process and there is a there there is a level of release and relief for your body. It's the best weight loss program ever out there. You can lose thousands of pounds in one day (laughs) and your body will be happier. Your health will be happier. And so whatever you're holding onto, acknowledge that you're also holding onto that residual weight within your body. So I want you to listen to this. All of you that say I've got an extra 20 pounds or 30 pounds or 40 pounds that I'm holding on to in my body. When you're holding on to extra weight in your body, you're also holding it somewhere within your spaces. And your spaces are a reflection of what is going on with your body and with the rest of your life. So how many of you have been holding on to the fantasy of your body being like it was when you were in high school. The fantasy of what it was like before you had children. The fantasy of whatever that is. You've been holding clothes for that time. Would you now be willing to let those go without having a point of view about the original investment or whatever that is and ask your body to release the weight with complete ease as you are releasing the piles of junk that you have in your home. And I'm going to call it junk. You can call it shit. You can call it whatever it is. It can be one man's treasure or one man's junk is another man's treasure. All of that is holding you from receiving more money. 
And it never is cognitive, never makes sense. It's not about making sense. It's about clearing the energetic clutter and actually opening up our spaces so you're not suffocating, so that you can actually breathe. And our spaces are a moving, breathing entity. And for any of you out there who go, no way, I'm going to call BS on that. It's scientifically proven that all the molecules in your walls and your floors, every piece of furniture has an energetic movement, an energetic footprint. And so all of you that have been coming from the space that it's just a desk, it's just a chair, would you now be willing to flow gratitude to everything in your home? Everything. <laughs> so when we when we don't acknowledge our bodies of our spaces today and what a gift they are to our life and we're always looking forward for the next or something other than where we are you're actually not also willing to receive from your spaces today and i've had people who who some somewhere in their mind they've determined they have to move but that's going to create a greater life for them they've already predetermined it's the problem is the space and not them. And yet they, when they move, they recreate the same shit in another space. So my, my, I guess my wedgie for everyone today, your playtime, homework, whatever you want to call it, is to go into all your spaces after you photograph them and start in one room, on one drawer, and just get going. And turn off your computer, turn off your cell phone, and gift yourself five hours. Go for it. I'm amazed at what I can create in five hours in someone's space. And they're all like, holy shit, Lisa, I can't believe what we just said. <laughs> yeah, bring me into your space and you'll see what can happen. It's like a, a little bit of a whirlwind. And, and when I leave, you're all like, oh, my God. It's almost like, oh, I'm going to say it. It's almost like having an enema. <laughs> oh, I don't know where that came from, but it's like having an enema on your space. Oh, dear. I'm sorry for those of you that might be offended, but oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's the best cleanse you could ever have. Uh, just call Lisa in and I'll, I'll help cleanse your space. So where else are you willing to draw money in from? So windows. How many of you have cleaned your windows? How many of you have gotten down on your knees uh and clean the grout between the tiles of your floor or clean the mold in your bathtubs. Yeah, this is the stuff I'm talking about, guys. And you're going to go, what? Yeah, it is deep clean on a, on a major level. So I know I have friends that go and they go, oh, I'm doing the such and such, the grapefruit fruit cleanse or the green smoothie cleanse or it's the whatever cleanse. And sort of every three months they're doing a cleanse. Well, where are you not willing to cleanse your home and honor your home and change the way your desk faces, change the way your your sofa faces, change the carpets, move things around, move artwork from one room to another. That's what, to me, gets me excited so that when I'm walking into my space, I'm like, oh, hello, what magic have we created now? Change the, the photographs in your picture frames. Take out the ones that are dead and, and acknowledge people that are alive and vibrant and happy so that you're now aligning the vibration of what it is that you're drawing in. Okay, so we're going to have a quick uh, 
commercial break. When you and I return, we're a little bit more fun things that we can play with with regard to drawing more money into your spaces and into your life. It's Lisa Bennett's at Infinite Energies. Have you ever wanted to know how you can choose an amazing life and to be in the space of thrival instead of survival? Are you ready to move beyond the confines of your life? Have you always known that there was another way of living in this world beyond just existing? How about an open conversation that gives you immediate ways to remove the emotional and physical baggage you have carried around with you for years? Listen to Infinite Energy's radio show every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Would a letter to your home sound something like this? Dear Family Home, thanks for the shelter. I know I don't show you much appreciation, if ever. I try not to think of all the unfinished projects I've been waiting to do, but maybe someday they will be completed. Sound familiar? Lisa Bennett's founder of Creating Conscious Spaces, would like to ask you, what if you stopped making excuses and were given simple tools to shift things? Creating Conscious Spaces helps you release old holding patterns and create a nurturing, thriving environment. To learn more, please visit www.infiniteenergies.ca. This is Infinite Energies Radio Show with empowering coach Lisa Bennett. To participate in the program, please call U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspire Choices Network. You can send a question or comment to lisa at infiniteenergies.ca. Now back to the program. Hello, 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 everyone. Okay, so one of the questions that came up in the chat, it was it, we've been talking uh, a lot about drawing in money through our spaces in a way that you possibly have never imagined. And so w one of the um, ladies in the chat asked if you have a space that actually has um, piles of materials and and it's it's a creative space and it looks like something's exploded in there and i love the word pile so if we think of an and earlier i used the word enema if you look at the word pile uh from a physicality in our body so where are you congesting or creating constipation in your space by uh piling up stuff so there's there's for example if we're painters Painters have art studios, but there's still a, a level of uh, organization. There's a level of, of creativity within the space. So all of my artsy friends that are very creative, that love to paint, I've walked into art studios where you literally couldn't find um, anything. There were, there were you know, um, tubes of paint with the lids off of it and they were dried out or they were half used or they were um, they were squeezed to the very last inch of their life where there was barely anything left and they were not willing to let that one particular one go. And so 
I, I'm going to call all of my artsy friends out on there's still a way of creating ease and whether it's the the Tupperware drawers that are, are clear and you can see through so you have your yellows and your reds and your greens and your blues and 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 your your greens like all of the different colors in different drawers that you can open and close with ease you have an easel you have a floor that is going to have paint spatter on it so you have the space that that looks creative you've got great lighting but you still have the space for your your creations for breathing. So how many artists have one thing piled onto another thing piled onto another thing so that you're actually suffocating the creation with one thing after another? And and so when we can actually gift everything, our books, our songs, our our collections of records or CDs or collections that you've collected over the years, if you just push everything together, you're actually not gifting anything space. So find a way you can actually create space within your, what you might call exploding energy. And why don't we change the wording to be called creative energy and find a place to hang if you wear a smock when you paint, hang, find a hang that you can hang your smock so that every time you go into that room, you have your painter's smock. And so now you're creating a space where you can perhaps display your artwork, photograph your artwork, have an art show where you're inviting people into your space where that inspires people to see how they can place that artwork within their spaces to buy for their future. So everywhere that you have million projects and millions of things on the go and you don't know where one thing starts and another thing ends, find each space in your home. Give each space a job. And sometimes sometimes our spaces can be more than one thing, but just clarify it. So thank you, everyone, that joined us today. I could continue to talk. There's a million different ways of drawing in money and, and having our spaces contribute to us. We didn't even get into talking about antiques and artwork and, and furnishings and carpeting and, and all the other yummy things that we can uh, draw more money in through our spaces. So that'll have to be part two. So thank you, everyone. Look forward to seeing you somewhere else out the universe. Thank you for choosing to listen to the Infinite Energies Radio Show. Lisa Bennett will return next Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 11 a.m. Central, 10 a.m. Mountain, 9 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Lisa loves to connect with her listeners. Email her at Lisa at InfiniteEnergies.ca or find her Infinite Energies page on Facebook. We look forward to having you join us again to share the changes you have begun to make. Have an awesome week.